Welcome to Squawk 5353, the Private Pilot Podcast, Episode 47. I'm your host, Izzy Simon, a private pilot sharing my tips and tricks to make the skies a safer place. In this week's episode, as it is the first Wednesday of the month, I'll be discussing aviation news from the past month. Stay tuned for all this and more and Squawk 5353. Before we begin this week's episode, I'd like to encourage you to consider donating to my Patreon. For those of you who don't know, Patreon is a way for you to financially support this show. This show takes a lot of time each week to research, write, record, and edit. It would mean the world to me if you went over to my Patreon and considered donating to the show. Another way for you to support this show is to subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast listening app you are using. That way, new episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. And now back to today's topic, October Aviation News. Our first story comes from GeneralAviationNews.com. Number of experimental fatal accidents drops again. Fatal accidents in experimental aircraft have fallen 40% in the last decade, including a 5% drop in the fiscal year that ended on September 30th of 2021. This decrease in fatal accidents mirrors a year of substantial improvement in overall general aviation, even with increased flight hours over the past 12 months, according to the officials with the Experimental Aircraft Association, or EAA. There were 42 fatal accidents in experimental category aircraft between October 1, 2020 and September 30, 2021. That number is 5 below the FAA's not-to-exceed number set for the year. Of the total accidents, 33 were in amateur-built aircraft, EAA officials point out. The FAA has continued to lower the not-to-exceed total each year as an expectation for improving the safety metrics throughout aviation, EAA officials noted. The agency first set a goal in 2010 in reducing fatal accidents by over 10% over the next decade, a target that was quickly surpassed and set the stage for even more dramatic improvements in the safety measurements, EAA officials added. Sean Elliott, EAA's Vice President of Advocacy and Safety, said in a statement, quote, This is continued good news on the safety front, as fatal accident totals in the experimental category have fallen 40% in the past decade. He went on to say, Fatal accidents in home-built aircraft have dropped by over one-third in that time as well, reflecting a safety culture that is more widely accepted and followed as an important part of the balance of freedom and responsibility that is such an essential element of flying, end quote. He said later in a statement, quote, As positive as these figures are, EAA will not stop here and will continue to lead in making safety the top priority for all of us who fly. We have pushed the totals to the very small numbers that are substantially fewer than many other common recreational pursuits, such as boating or all-terrain vehicles. But with much small numbers, even one or two accidents can have a negative impact on the overall safety trend." End quote. Our next story is FAA weather camera launched at Michigan Airport. Metro Aviation is embarking on a year-long project to test capabilities of an FAA weather camera at its Ann Arbor, Michigan base. Company officials hypothesize that the University of Michigan survival flight crew will see a reduction in canceled flights due to weather. Metro pilots currently use automated surface observations, or ASOS, to obtain weather data, but the accuracy of these systems varies by locations, officials noted. If the weather cameras prove to be more accurate than ASOS, Metro Aviation and other helicopter air ambulance operators could see fewer canceled flights, officials note. Director of Observations Brian Biller said in a statement, quote, 
I think it's going to be a game changer as far as safety is concerned. I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes." End quote. ASOS systems serve as the nation's primary surface weather observing network and report basic weather elements such as cloud height and amount up to 12,000 feet, visibility to at least 10 statute miles, fog, haze, wind direction and speed, and more. As beneficial as the data is, the information provided by ASOS systems is sometimes skewed based on the location of these systems. This is the case in Ann Arbor, according to the Metro Aviation officials. The hospital does not have its own weather reporting system, which means it relies on an ASOS that sits in a valley five miles away. The way the ASOS currently sits, it gives off lower than perceived visibility reports, therefore leading to unnecessary flight cancellations. Metro Aviation, which operates 30 to 45 flights each month out of Ann Arbor, cancels up to 15% of them due to inadequate or misleading weather reports. Biller also said in his statement, quote, as an operator, our priority is safety, and we are relying on the data we have to make sound decisions. But if the data isn't accurate, we are likely canceling flights that we could have otherwise accepted, end quote. The FAA began its weather camera program, as we discussed two episodes ago, in 1999 to help pilots in Alaska navigate the region's severe and rapidly changing weather conditions. The program has since expanded, exclusively working with state governments in Colorado, Hawaii, and Montana. Biller suggested the weather cameras to the local FISDO and led the effort on the FAA side, resulting in the FAA welcoming Metro Aviation as the first non-government entity to participate in the program. If the weather cameras prove to be successful, Metro Aviation plans to offer cameras to the remaining 38 operations programs in the Metro family and its more than 140 bases across the country. Biller, at the end of his statement, said, quote, We are committed to safety, first and foremost, and these cameras will give our pilots a look at the weather and sky conditions along their route before they ever take off, end quote. Our next story, a year of accident-free flying. The nearly 1,400 members of the Citation Jet Pilots Owners Pilots Association, or the CJP, the largest organization devoted to owners of Cessna Citation light jets, hit a milestone recently. They have all been accident and incident-free for over the past 12 months. CJP CEO Trent J. Corsia said, quote, CJP is nearly 1,400 members strong with more than 900 Citation aircraft in our collective fleet. The achievement of a full year of accident-free flying is even more significant in the light and diverse nature of our members' uses of their Cessna Citation jets, from supporting their businesses to traveling across the country and a wide variety of international destinations." End quote. Flying safety is a crucial topic of focus for CJP and all CJP events, including a dedicated safety stand-down at the organization's annual convention, which was held on October 20th to the 23rd of 2021, at the Renaissance Esmeralda Resort and Spa in Indian Wells, California. Safety and training discussions also take place at all the regional events held throughout the year, in addition to a wealth of safety-driven content published by the CJP Safety Committee and supported by the CJP Safety and Education Foundation officials added. Established in 2017 and chaired by former Air Force F-15 test pilot and instructor and four-time NASA Space Shuttle astronaut Charlie Pecourt, the CJP Safety Committee focuses on improving the safety record of owner-flown citation operations. One of the committee's safety-focused initiatives is the CJP Gold Standard Safety Award, recognizing members who abide by the CJP standard operating practices in their 100 hours or more of annual turbine pilot and command time whose recurrent training goes above and beyond the requirements determined by the FAA. 
Each year, members of the CJP Safety Committee meet with Texatron Aviation ahead of the association's annual convention to review accidents and incidents involving, involving Citation Jets over the previous 12 months to identify potential trends not only among CJP members, but across all facets of Citation operations. The Girls in Aviation Day 2021 reaches nearly 10,000 girls. With 85 events around the world, Women in Aviation International's Girls in Aviation Day 2021 reached nearly 10,000 attendees. While the majority of events were held in person on September 25th, many were virtual gatherings throughout the Aviation for Girls app and additional video content. A handful of events will continue to take place throughout the end of October, Women in Aviation officials noted. An international event, Girls in Aviation's Day, was celebrated not just in the United States, but in 17 other countries across North and Central America and Australia, as well as other countries in Asia, Africa, and Europe. Girls were introduced to the career and lifestyle possibilities in aviation and aerospace through meeting role models, career panels, exploring airplanes and airports, and a host of hands-on educational activities, ranging from a sectional chart red treasure hunt to making jewelry using AMP tools. Women in Aviation CEO Allison McKay said in a statement, quote, Our primary goal is to introduce girls 8 to 17 to all the career opportunities aviation and aerospace has to offer. She went on to say, We go beyond piloting careers and include air traffic controllers, astronauts, mechanics, engineers, technicians, designers, and more. In fact, one girl told her she now wants to design aircraft interiors as her career. That's a career she would never have known of, much less considered, without Girls in Aviation Day." End quote. Since Women in Aviation International's first annual International Girls in Aviation Day in 2015, the annual event has grown every year since its first gathering of 32 events and 3,200 participants. In 2019, Girls in Aviation Day had more than 20,000 attendees participating in 119 events in 18 countries. In 2020, owing to COVID-19, Women in Aviation International launched the free Aviation for Girls app with hours of educational content reaching thousands of girls in more than 60 countries. The next Girls in Aviation Day will be held on Saturday, March 19th of 2022 in conjunction with the International Women in Aviation Conference at the Gaylord Opryland Hotel and Resort in Nashville, Tennessee. The International Girls in Aviation Day 2021 is planned for Saturday, September 24th, 2022. The complete list of 2021 Girls in Aviation Days can be found in the resources used in today's show. Our final story, New Scholarship Program Takes Flight. Shelter Aviation and AFUEL have partnered on a new scholarship program, Future Takes Flight. There will be $30,000 in scholarships annually. Each year, the program will award six $5,000 scholarships across three categories, two for learning to fly or advanced pilot ratings, two for aviation technicians, and two for continuing education. Scholarships in the Learning to Fly or Advanced Pilot Ratings category can be used for coursework or flight lessons for students pursuing their private pilot's license, adding a type rating, multi-engine, commercial, or others, adding to their certificate with an ATP, completing a bachelor's degree, working toward a CAM certification, or completing upset recovery training. Funds in Aviation Technicians category can be used to start or continue aviation technician coursework or receive a mechanics or inspector's authorization certification. Funds in the continuing education category can be used to further skills needed when working in an FBO, charter company, maintenance facility, or flight school. Scholarship applications will be made available every year on December 1st with a June 1st deadline. 
A team of AFUEL and Shelter executives will then evaluate the applications to select the year's six recipients based on essay submissions. Special consideration will be given to those facing financial hardships. The scholarship recipients will be notified on August 1st of every year. For those of you who don't know about these companies, AFUEL provides fuel and services to the aviation industry and is the leading independent fuel supplier in the United States. Shelter is a family-owned company that operates 19 FBOs throughout Florida, Georgia, Colorado, and New York, and a portfolio of more than 4.5 million square feet of aviation-related properties across the country. Shelter services including fuel, ground handling, hangar and office leasing, and turnkey design-build of aviation properties. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure to check out last week's episode where I talk about aircraft icing. As I mentioned at the beginning of this week's episode, please consider donating to my Patreon. A link to my Patreon can be found in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a link to all the resources used in today's episode. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and share it with someone who you think might also enjoy the podcast. Again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353. I'm your host, Izzy Simon, and let's make the skies a safer place. Mm -hmm.